Now on Mickey D's, when you buy any crispy chicken sandwich or quarter pounder with cheese, you'll get a free medium fry and free medium drink when you order on the app. So do you have the app? How are you going to get this deal if you don't have the app? I know you have a phone. Anywho, if you have the app, enjoy your free fries and drink. If you don't, you can't see me. But know that I'm shaking my head. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Limited time only. I participate in McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Visit McDonald's app for details. Download and registration required. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Change your vehicle's oil before your summer road trip and save money now with Pennzoil and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic for just $22.95 after mail-in rebate. Save money and protect your engine against sludge and wear with the synthetic oil change. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today or O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly Auto Parts Welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. My name is Corby LaCroix, and the song you're hearing right now is called Great and Mighty One, available on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your music. But for now, recording from the Unscripted Studio at the Junction in Old Hilliard, here's your host and my friend, Aaron Conrad. Great Redeemer, God of grace. All right, everybody, welcome to Unscripted from my studios in Old Hilliard. Corby, thank you for the introduction on audio as always. Uh, this is an important one today. We want to get this out quick. This is going to be a quick episode, but uh, we do, uh, uh, it doesn't minimize the topic. So uh, let, me let, let me let my guest introduce himself and we'll go from there. Uh, my name is Matt Triple. I'm the uh, boys head coach over at uh, St. Francis de Sales High School, and uh, um, and I've been working with the uh, with a legislative team to um, to work on a bill called uh, um, HB 492. And basically, what it is is it's a requirement as part of the Ohio um, People Activity uh, Permit process to have coaches certified in uh, mental health training as a part of that uh, that certification. So that's uh, that's a big part. Mm-hmm. Huge topic. So, uh, real quick though, uh, there's a little more that you, you're being uh, you're being humble. Um, you went to uh, Dublin Kaufman High School, correct? Correct, I did. Yep, and uh, graduated played there. At, and then uh, yeah, played, played at, at, played at the Ohio State. Ohio State. Played at the Ohio State lacrosse. I did. I did. Not a superstar, but I was there. <laughs> You were there. Hey, you know what? You still did it. And uh, so played local, local, uh, local guy, uh, Kaufman High School. Uh, Ohio State, and now coaching at DeSales. So you stayed local after graduating, is that right? I did. I was a uh, um, I was an assistant coach over at uh, Kaufman for five years before I uh, before I went over to uh, to DeSales. So stayed local and I uh, love it. Yeah. All right. So, uh, and I wore my. Did you see? I, I mean, I, know I love people it. are yeah. probably listening, but I, I wore the STX hat. I mean, I don't know a thing about lacrosse. I, I I've said this before on a podcast a million years ago. Um, I don't know a thing about lacrosse, but I am a Carolina fan, as most people know. And uh, many, I guess it was probably about two, three years ago. It might be more than that. I don't even remember. But I was home, and uh, Carolina was playing. Um, I think it was it Maryland, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think I think I think it was Maryland was the number one seed. And so I turned this on ESPN, you know, my app or on the TV or whatever, and I'm watching this. And honestly, I cheered. I was I, I was more nervous and cheered more for that game than maybe any of Carolina's previous championships in basketball because I'm a basketball guy. 
Honestly, it was the most intense. It went to overtime. Carolina mm-hmm. was not ranked. I think Maryland was ranked number one. Yeah. Carolina ended up winning. I didn't have a clue what I was watching, but it was fantastic. And so I'll always have that memory. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> so uh, um, pretty cool little uh, um, pretty cool little nugget is the uh, the coach that's at Carolina now. He was my coach when I was at Ohio State, Coach Brashy. Yes. So yep. I've heard that before. I've yep. heard that before just from the friends that I have that are in the lacrosse community. So yeah. very cool. Okay. So, but we are here to talk about HB 20, uh, 492. 492. Mm-hmm. Am I saying that right? Yep. 492. 492 correct. Uh, you have a Zoom call on Wednesday. Is that correct? So today is uh, February the 7th, mm-hmm. Monday, February the 7th. Uh, I hope to get this episode out today, if not today, tomorrow. Um, I want people to log in because I think some, if not, most of the people in my audience have, have athletes. I have three, um, two that are in college now, but that were in high school. One that is currently a swimmer in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk, let's really dig into 492 and uh, what what the purpose of that is, that bill is. Sure. Uh, so 492 is, um, it, it's a bill that requires coaches to have mental health training as a part of their certification process. Um, And it's not to make coaches therapists or anything by any means, but basically what it is, is it's, it's, it's like if I were to take a a first aid class and you were one of my players and you broke your wrist or a hand or finger or leg on my, on my field, I'm not going to set your bone. I'm not going to try to put a splint around it or anything. My job is to understand, is it a break? Is it a sprain or do I need to call your parents or do I need to call the, the squad? And so really 492, it's, it, the, the whole purpose of it is to train coaches to understand when they're having a conversation with a kid, is the, you know, is the conversation just talking about, you know, just, just being an ear to listen to? Is it something where the kid needs, um, you know, the parents called or is it something where they, uh, um, they need a professional called 911 needs to be called? Wow. And, and that's, gosh, I got to think. Uh, so I coached both of my kids in travel sports, mm-hmm. um, you know, and they were young. I mean, the third grade to let's just call it uh, sixth grade through sixth. Um, and then you turn them over to the middle school and then they go to the high school after that. Um, but at the same time, you can identify, you know, you spend enough time in practices mm-hmm. and especially as a parent, when you have your own kids, you, you can start to identify what's going on sure. with, with a kid, you know, because you, you know, I mean, you, you have your own kids, you kind of start to identify. I think most of us can identify something's going on at home, something's going on in their personal life or whatever it might be. But boy, that's asking a lot from a, uh, from a coach. Um, but at the same time, it's so important. And I think that's, that's what we're really here to talk about is it's really important and it's never been more important than it is right now. Because uh, because of COVID, because of shutdowns, because of um, the many things that these kids are facing that that you and I never ever faced in our our lives. Um, mm-hmm. How? So what what is the intent and what does the coaching look like? Do you believe for this? So let's just say this passes. I hope it does pass. I really do. Mm-hmm. I, I mean that. So I'm I'm very pro um, this bill. Um, let's just say it passes. What does that look like? Well, once it passes, um, you know, obviously being a part of the uh, being a part of the team to help write the legislation and put everything into play, we can't, you know, we're, we're not mental health experts by any means. So what it so what it does is it basically it mandates that this needs to be done. Then it kicks it over to the Ohio Department of Mental Health. 
the Ohio Department of Mental Health then sets the standards that says, okay, they need to have these five these five uh, things that are in training. You know, whether it be training in suicide prevention, whether it be you know positive coaching, things like that. The Ohio Department of Mental Health is the one that sets the curriculum. Um, the reason why we're doing it as a bill, as opposed to waiting for something like the OHSAA or the Ohio Department of Education to put something out, is because this guarantees that it gets done versus it becomes somebody's project at ODE or the Ohio Department of Education, and then maybe they move on and then it gets dropped. This way, we're guaranteed that somebody has to work on it in order to get it put in place. Um, and, and to your point earlier, you know, when you say that there's a, that this is a lot to put on a coach, it really isn't. Um, and the reason why it isn't is because by law, if there's any kind of uh, any kind of um, uh, instances of child abuse, sexual assault, right. um, neglect, anything else, coaches are required by law to be first responders or sorry, first reporters. Right. So if we mm. know something's going mm. on at home, I can get in trouble if I don't report it. Same thing with, really? you know, it, it's kind of the same thing with uh, um, with if a kid is suicidal. You know, and, you know, and I don't know what signs to look for and who to contact and who to bring in, you know, then potentially there could be liability things that 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 could uh, come into play if I try to treat that person. Whereas if I get training on this and I hand it over to a school counselor, at the very least, if I don't know which way to go, I know to involve the school counselor versus trying to talk the kid out of something or talk talk to the kid for half an hour. And then he goes home and does something to himself. Mm. So what, what would be some of the signs, um, if I was a coach, I don't, I, and if this is, and so we're unscripted, so you, you never know what I'm going to ask. Sure. Um, if, if this is a, out of bounds, please let me, you know, just sure. say pass. But, um, what would be some of the signs, um, that I would look for in an athlete? Sure. Um, some of the signs that you might take a look at is if the kid starts to become withdrawn from daily life, they, their diet changes significantly. They stop eating. Um, the way that the uh, um, the way that they interact with friends, um, the way that they uh, um, they talk about things, you know, they do things like they talk about that. They don't start talking about future events. They don't uh, start planning for events in the future. Um, they start talking about and focusing on um, mostly a lot of the negative things in their uh, um, in their lives. So that's just a small, you know, kind of a small snippet of some of the things. But then you also have to look at: Are you dealing with depression? Are you looking at anxiety? Are you looking at performance anxiety? You know, so it, is it something where, you know, d does a kid uh, do uh, do something to get out of a test? Does a kid do something to, you know, not uh, um, uh, not having to, um, you know, be part of a contest or something where they might not be physically ill, but a lot of times, oh, I have a headache, I have a migraine, I can't perform. And it's something that is not a physical symptom that you can, you know, you can check. Well, the kid did throw up or he did not throw up or she, you know, so things like that you can take a look at. You know, then there's also eating disorders, body, body dysmorphia, looking at, uh, you know, teenage girls. You know, when you have male coaches, male coaches don't have exactly have the exact same experience as a female coach would. Not to say that a male wouldn't be a great coach. However, you know, right. if, if a, a male coach is saying, hey, your fitness levels aren't that great or, hey, you know, losing a couple pounds might be a good idea for you for your running or for your fitness, you know, and, and that girl already has body issues. You know, what's going on there? You know, so this helps to kind of train coaches to, um, you know, uh, to identify or, or at least be aware of a lot of the different things just outside, you know, outside of just being suicidal and depression. Gosh, that, that is, uh, that's a lot to put on a coach. Um, but at the same time, you know, you, you are, as, uh, honestly, the coaches 
I'll say this. I um, I think we know anybody that's coached your own kid or, or been around your own kid, you could tell your kid, hey, you know, lift your left elbow when you do this or, uh, you know, do this. Kids that play sports, we, we tell them a million times at home. Then the coach tells them and they listen. Right. right. <laughs> I think most people listening know, parents, you're probably, uh, any parent of an athlete knows right now that you've said it a million times. But when the coach says it, it, it all of a sudden, it, it's that's what they want to do. Um but that can be a positive and a negative. So when a coach, um, you know, mentions something, so I'll, I'll tell you in my very own home, uh, we've dealt with, uh, eating disorders. We've dealt with, um, uh, one of my, uh, athletes, um, uh, just started, uh, taking better care of, uh, themselves. I'm being careful how I word this, uh, being careful that, uh, they took very care of their diet. And, uh, because of that, lost a bunch of weight mm -hmm. and um, the coaches actually came to him and, and said, um, you need to gain some weight <laughs> because uh, this individual performed better when he was, see, I keep saying him uh, anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, they performed better when they were heavier. Um, let's just put it that way sure. uh, because of the position that they play. Um, so, you know, those coaches weight, those coaches words hold a lot of weight uh, to your point. I think, um, wow. I mean, it's different than just saying, uh, you need to get your, you know, you need to get in the post. Um, you need to, um, get faster. You need to get stronger. You need to jump higher. Um, you need to swim faster. I, I'm just grabbing stuff, but, sure. um, boy, um, I mean, it, you know, that's it, a lot different, right? I mean, it, it's a lot to put on a coach, but let's be honest, we're mm -hmm. not living in the same times as it was 10 to 15 years ago. No. I mean, nope. you know, between, you know, between everything that's going on with uh, um, with social media, with bullying, with with things with COVID and, and everything that these kids go through on a daily basis. I mean, you know, you and I can agree if there was something going on, we didn't perform well at school or, or in a game, you know, uh, you know, unless the paper or the news crew was there 15, 20 years ago, nobody really knew about it. Right. And if right. you needed to escape right. it, you went home. You know, nowadays right. they got, you know, they have people who are commenting on Twitter and commenting on, on different social media pages on how a kid performs. You know, the entire world's going to see if a kid messes up in a game, it's going to become someone's highlight reel on, on Instagram or Twitter, you know, right. and, and, and they can get to the kids 24 seven, you know, and, and so the kids really can't escape it unless the parent takes away the phone. And that opens up a whole nother can of issues with phone addiction and, and, and things like that. So, you know, it's, right. it's the world we live in, unfortunately. Hey everyone, my name is Cami Pranel and I'm the Executive Director for My Unscripted. We hope you are enjoying today's interview. My Unscripted is dedicated to helping others find their voice, passion, and follow their dreams. Our team can help create websites, apps, YouTube channels, podcasts, media, and social content. Whatever your passion and vision, we can help. Our good friend Manny Ahomi of Samaritan's Feet once said, make sure your dreams and goals are big enough to create room for others to join you. We've created room for you to join us too. Find out more at myunscripted.com. Now let's join Aaron for the second half of today's interview. So as a coach, would you, um, this is completely off topic, maybe, maybe, sure. maybe on topic, off topic. Um, I, 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 I gotta think coaches have to watch social media now too. So before your player would come in, you would just watch their, their time in the gym during practice and then in games. Mm -hmm. 
and then we all go home. To your point, we all went home. That was the old days. Nowadays, right. you've got social media, you got uh, Snap, you got Instagram, you got TikTok, you got all this stuff. Um, at the high school, I know in the colleges they have to because of NCA regulations, because a kid could say something, do something that could throw a school into, um, you know, potential NCA violations, which is a whole sure. other thing. But they have departments designed to that. High schools don't have that. They just have mm-hmm. a coach that, that a lot of times is getting paid minimal dollars if they're getting paid at all. A lot of them are just volunteering their time. Um, but I got to think high school coaches probably have to watch social media for the very signs that you talked about, disengagement, uh, those things. Do you think so? Uh, we do. Um, so one of the things that I do with, uh, um, that I do with my team is, you know, we, we talk to, uh, talk to a lot of the captains. So, and, um, as well as I, I let the parents know full well at the beginning of the year, once they come to us that, you know, I've been trained in these things and this is one of my passions. This is one of the things that I'm focusing on. So, you know, un- unfortunately until it's season when I'm around your child every single day, until somebody brings something to me and lets me aware of it, be aware of it. It's not going to be on my radar. You know, maybe the kid is just that way on social media. Maybe they are withdrawn. So one of the things that I've noticed, though, is once I became uh, certified myself in mental health first aid and understanding the signs and and um, and, uh, um, and knowing what to do with a lot of those, the parents, peers, siblings, you know, even even the child themselves have raised their hands and say, hey, coach, I'm not okay. Can we talk? Mm. Where the parents have said, Hey, you know, uh, you know, Johnny is not doing so well. Can you, can you give him a call? I'm just worried about him. Mm -hmm. So just the, just the fact that I know what I'm doing in terms of understanding, you know, which professional to send them to. And and is it a conversation that I'm supposed to have, or is it something somebody else is supposed to have understanding those differences? That's really, it's really helped quite a bit open things up where parents, friends, everybody else have no problem raising their hands and saying, Hey, you know, this is a conversation that needs to be had. So it's, it's, it's kind of one of those things where it's, it's been a blessing in disguise. Oh, absolutely. Because look, there's not a parent that, that, that I can imagine wants um, to not be involved or be aware, um, you know, right. and, and our kids are really good at, at, um, you know, running off to practice, running off to this, running off to that. And, and, you know, as parents, man, we're, we're busy. And sometimes, uh, and I, I guess I'm giving grace to those parents that, you may not recognize it right under your home, but boy, if a coach, you know, if, if it, if it pops up at practice and a coach was able to get a kid to a place where they're, um, able to get some help, uh, that they need, boy, uh, we got to do it. We got to do it. Um, so what are the ways for this audience? How can we get involved Wednesday night? Again, today is February 7th, Monday, February 7th. I'm going to get this mm-hmm. up as soon as possible. Um, Wednesday night. So that would be the ninth. Uh, the why don't you give us the details yeah. of the ninth? And then if, if by chance somebody listens to this after the ninth, what are some other ways that they can help? Right. Um, so Wednesday the ninth, it is going, it's a, um, a webinar at 6 PM. That's going to be put on by USCA. It's the, um, U S council for athlete health. Um, it's, it's basically a lot of former OSU athletic trainers, doctors, and people who provide training, uh, in, um, and platforms for uh, for people to learn about uh, anything medical related to the athletes uh, to athletes health, and specifically, it's going to be Dr. James Borchers, who is the uh, Big Ten um, uh, Chief Medical Officer. He believes in the bill um, and and and, um, and getting and is behind it. And really, he's going to talk about with parents why this is uh, why something like this is so important, why your athletes' health matters, and why you should become an advocate for them as opposed to just kind of writing, writing, you know, writing along with it. 
Um, and then we're also scheduled to have the uh, um, the uh, representative and co-sponsor on the bill to really talk about where the next steps from a political process uh, were and how can parents get involved. You know, I'm, I'm by no means an activist. Um, I, you know, I, I think I've, made, I've never signed a petition in my entire life. Um, but this is a political process, you know, and let's not, uh, you know, let's not kid ourselves. So from a um, from a support standpoint, it's not enough for parents to reach out on Facebook and say, hey, I support this. They need to call their Ohio, um, the Ohio House rep. They okay. need to, you know, write them, call them, email them and, and really get in touch and be part of that political process. Because while this is an important bill, it's important to us and it might not necessarily be important to another person in committee or anybody else within the house. So they need to, they need to hear from the public and the more names and the more people that call in the, the higher on their agenda it gets because it's, you know, they understand more and more people care about this. Um, so if people are not able to, uh, to join the webinar, I'm going to talk to them and see what we can do about getting a recording set up or even possibly a, a another one. Um, but, uh, um, there's a foundation out there. It's called the complete athlete foundation. Um, it's, uh, um, called the complete athlete foundation.com. Okay. And it's, um, it's the mother of, um, of two division one athletes and both of them suffered from anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and basically she started this foundation as a way to help athletes cope and give tuning, uh, training tools to coaches for, uh, suicidal and, uh, and players with anxiety. So all of the information for the bill is on there. And the great thing about it is, you know, um, you, you see these bills that are hundreds of pages along and, and, you know, being one of the people who helped write, uh, who helped write it, it's a very simple bill. Every year coaches get trained to, uh, every two years, coaches get trained and certified in mental health training. And that mental health training is to be, uh, the curriculum is to be set by the Ohio department of mental health. That's it. It's 17 pages, but it's all legalese and legislative speak. That's what it boils down to is every two years coaches are trained in mental health. Okay. All right. So there was a lot there. I'll, I'll put those uh, links in this post, but at the end of the day, uh, we need to contact our local um, representatives, I think is the Ohio Ohio rep, Mm -hmm. the Ohio representatives. Um, When uh, it, let's just say everything in a perfect world, when could all this be in place? Uh, in a perfect world, given it's election year, um, you know, uh, we need to get it done by fall that we need to get it passed. And at least, uh, you know, on the way to the governor's desk before fall season hits, you know, we're talking August, July area, um, in, in a perfect world, we'd love to see it get implemented ASAP. Um, but you know, really once we, uh, once we get it passed it then kicks it over to the Ohio department of mental health and then, uh, then they work on it and set the curriculum. So perfect world. I'd love to see it be implemented for school year, uh, 2023, 24, um, which is the, uh, which is next school year. Um, but, uh, um, the sooner we can get this passed and, and you know, the sooner the kids are going to be able to, uh, have coaches that are, uh, that are trained in the meantime, worst case scenario, um, you know, I, I, I think I know uh, as a parent and also as a coach, the last thing you want is parents uh, helicoptering their, their kids, their athletes. But on this, uh, we got to do it right. I, I would think um, if you're a mom or dad listening to this and there's something going on at home, not related to the white lines, let's just call it that, the white lines, uh, whatever, right. whatever sport it might be, whether it's even swimming, wrestling, I, there's a million, you know, kids are actively involved. Um, I, I have to, and I don't want to speak for you, but I would have to think if you're noticing signs at home and you know, your kid, I mean, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. something's not right. Um, is it fair to say, reach out to the coach? Don't, don't, don't talk about playing time. Don't talk, you know, all that. Let's just talk about, um, Hey, my son, daughter is 
going through something, you know, keep an eye out for this. Is that fair to say? And I think that's that that helps the coach even to be aware and to know, uh, let me look for some signs and symptoms. Right. Um, I would actually, if, if I were the parent, I would reach out to two people. I would reach out to the coach and I'd reach out to one, at least one of the school guidance counselors. Okay. So that way, if that coach isn't in season, those guidance counselors are typically an, around the kids enough where they're going to notice day-to-day behavior changes or at least or at least be on the lookout for them. You know, um, lacrosse is a spring sport and I'm not in the building every single day. So if a parent brings it to me, I'm going to have to schedule something separate. But I would also bring in the school guidance counselor. So th- that would be a key thing. Um and, and the operative thing that you, you just said is a lot of parents, you know, they talk about being helicopter parents and whatnot, um, you know, and, and a lot of parents, they, they, they see signs that are different. And a lot of times they, you know, they'll think, well, it's either a shameful or something that it's to be concerned about, or B it's no, this can't happen to my kid because we're in whatever socioeconomic class or, or whatever it might be. And the answer is, yeah, it can. Yeah, and right. you know, my inbox is filled with parents and players emails who have written me um i don't even know who they are i've never met them in person who have written me as a result of working on this bill and this you know typically it's i i've had this bottled up let me tell you my story mm. and they tell me and they always and they tell me their story and it, it's you know usually it's you know i i didn't feel comfortable telling my coach or you know we thought we could uh, um you know we we thought we were alone in this well you know what there, there's there's hundreds of thousands of people out there like that. And, and the way you end the stigma, it's not a hashtag on a tweet. It's right. talking about it. Right. You know, so if, if one, my friends, their daughters or sons have issues, they call me up and, you know, and they know that what I'm working on and they have no problem calling me up and saying, hey, what do I do in this? And this is what I'm noticing. Here's this. Here's that. That's how we get rid of that stigma is we got to talk about it. Man, I love what you're doing. I really do. I'm I'm passionate about what you're doing, and I hope anybody listening to this becomes passionate about it too. I'm not a political guy. I don't even understand. I do remember um, Schoolhouse Rock, and <laughs> right. that's about the extent of my political uh, understanding uh, when a bill becomes whatever it becomes. But uh, that being said, it's important. And so if you're listening to this, if you have a child, if you're a coach, a parent, whoever it is, uh, if you're a coach, man, put your antennas up. Um, because those kids trust you and the words you say and hang on the words you say, maybe even more than mom and dad. We all know that as parents of athletes, um, parents keep an eye out, boy, more than now, more than ever before. And I'll say this too, as you were talking, I think, um, you know, the world has changed and a lot of things, you know, we've gotten, um, gosh, uh, funding things for small businesses. We, a lot of things are being passed right now. Because I think, you know, as much as we all want to wring our hands at uh, where we are, um, at the same time, I think there's a lot of things being passed right now because thank God for people like Kevin Love and a lot of other people who have come out on mental health and mental wellness. And and it's no longer not okay to say I'm not okay. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, athletes are coming out. There's uh, predominant uh, people in in media that are coming out and saying I'm not okay. And and therapy is probably at an all-time high and good. Because if that's what helps make this better, uh, none of us want to see a kid struggle, especially our kids. And we don't want to see them struggle. And they've mm-hmm. been given, to your point earlier, they're, they're facing things that you and I never faced, ever, far beyond the white lines. They're facing new challenges um, that, that uh, present a lot for them. And that's me speaking as a dad of three kids. Um, mm-hmm. It breaks my heart. And so uh, let's run down again really quick. How can we get involved? Um uh, Wednesday night, 
what's mm-hmm. the best way to find Wednesday night? And I'll have all this in the in the post. But uh, for anybody driving in their car, what's the best way for us to get on Wednesday night and uh, hear about this? Sure. Um, if they're not on Twitter, um, uh, you know, go to um, USCA, uh, U-S-C-A-H, um, uh, um, uh, United, uh, U.S. Council for Athletes Health. On their site, they actually have the uh, um, they actually have the webinar information or go to the complete athlete foundation dot com. And all of the information is on there as well. Um, but it, it's it's, you know, like you said, it, it's I, I'm not a political person, but I don't know of a nonpartisan bill like this. I, I haven't right. seen something that this is as, as nonpartisan as this. You know, it, it should be a no brainer for any politician. It should be a no-brainer for anybody. Um, we're anybody, talking about the exactly. human health of a of a child, an athlete, uh, a person. Um, this this is not a light, right or left issue. This is a mm-hmm. this is a uh, human issue. Uh, this is an issue about a person. I don't know anybody. I'll tell you what. If there's anybody listening to this and they don't think that this is important, <laughs> I'm not even going to say what I was thinking right now because it's not very nice. Uh, yeah, this is important. This is really important. So, okay, two links. Uh, Wednesday night, uh, today is February 5th or 7th. I'm sorry, February 7th. I'm gonna, uh, so that's on the 9th. Um, and then after the 9th, uh, where do they go after the 9th again? After the 9th, uh, go to the completeathletefoundation.com. Okay. And uh, on, on there has information about the bill, um, has different things. You know, uh, they, yes, they are fundraising, but that's not the whole purpose of the foundation. The, uh, you know, with regard to HB 492, basically their job is to, is to help us get as many people calling their reps and contacts. There's templates for letters in there. There's email Good. templates. There's all of those things in there um, that uh, that people can use to, uh, to help make contact. Perfect. All right. That's a great because it's one link and there sounds like there's a hub. Uh, for mm-hmm. me, if I'm interested in helping, because who knows when this is going to land or when somebody's going to hear it. Uh, right. You, you type in your you, you type in your physical home address. It'll tell you who the rep is. Awesome. So it, it, it's it's everything down to that. Mm-hmm. Awesome, man. I appreciate your time. We had a couple technical issues getting getting going today, but it, this is important, and I'm glad we were able to kind of work through that to make this happen today. I'm going to get this up as soon as possible. Um, you know, we never know, man. If it if it if one athlete, if one coach is able to help one athlete, then we've done mm-hmm. our job today. Um, and and uh, I appreciate your time. I really really do. Absolutely, I appreciate it as well. It's right, great brother. talking to you. Good luck Wednesday night, and uh, if I can ever be of any help, or my unscripted can ever be of any help as an organization, please let us know. Absolutely, we'll do. All right, I appreciate it. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Unscripted Podcast with your host, Aaron Conrad, from his studio at the Junction in Old Hilliard. Make sure to like, share, follow, and review on your favorite podcast platforms. Also, make sure to check out my song, Great and Mighty One, on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your music. We'll see you next time on Unscripted with Aaron Conrad.